Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Schwab here from the Northern Ag Network with today's noon market report. There are no alligators, hurricanes, or oversized insects. There are no alligators, hurricanes, or oversized insects. There are no alligators, hurricanes, or oversized insects. We just have to keep telling ourselves this. There are no alligators, hurricanes, or oversized insects. All right, all jokes aside, I'm certainly praying for our producers and livestock right now, especially those who are in the middle of calving season. This storm is certainly going to be one we'll likely be talking about for years to come, so bundle up and stay warm. Well, yesterday, the Montana House Ag Committee and the Senate Ag Committee heard testimony on two bills regarding the right to repair ag equipment. As you can imagine, several of the opponents to the bills included equipment dealers across the Treasure State and some of the ag organizations who all highlighted the liability, safety, and Clean Air Act laws that could prohibit certain instances of equipment repairs. Another thing highlighted during the House Ag Committee hearing was language that seemed to make dealers offer parts at cost to equipment owners. Representative France, who was the bill sponsor, stated in the rebuttal portion of the hearing that he would be open to amendments to that to make it more clear. Fair and reasonable means both sides think they've gotten a good deal. I'd welcome clarifying language on that from the dealers. The goal here, again, is not to force them to give away parts. Uh, the goal is to make sure that the relationship between the buyer and the seller is based on fair and reasonable. And I think the reason underlying the specificity that was brought into the bill is we really are concerned about monopoly practices, pricing these items beyond what is fair and reasonable. Proponents of the bill included ag groups such as Montana Farmers Union, Northern Plains Resource Council, and the Montana Cattlemen's Association, along with several other farmers and ranchers. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. One of the things that Jennifer Nelson oversees for the Dollar Ahead Beef Checkoff efforts that are contracted by the Beef Checkoff to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association are research projects. At the recent 2023 Cattle Industry Convention in New Orleans, Nelson said they found that beef is the number one protein choice. Additionally, people trust beef producers over chicken producers and is also perceived by consumers as more nutritional than chicken. We're very excited about that and what that means to the producer. And we, we also noticed that some of the margin there is too thin to celebrate yet. We need to keep going. We need to continue to invest in the promotion of beef and the value and versatility of this protein and why it truly is the number one protein on, in so many ways. Nelson did note that they learned 81% of the population eats chicken at least once a week, as opposed to only 69% that eat beef once a week. 
Well, speaking of beef, Brazil has confirmed it is investigating another possible atypical case of BSE or mad cow disease detected in a seven-year-old beef cow in the northern state of Para. Brazil's Ministry of Agriculture has confirmed the investigation is underway with laboratory test results expected later this week. As of this afternoon, there's no case yet posted on the World Organization for Animal Health website. Brazil's last confirmed two atypical cases of BSE were in mid-September of 2021 and another in 2019. Let's take a break and see what this did to the ag markets right after this. Dealing with thirsty cattle? Have a remote well site off-grid? Let a Twigen generator solve your power availability problems with a complete application-specific solution. Twigen start in any weather, run automatically, and are built to your specifications by TW Enterprises. As the local authorized Generac distributor, TW Enterprises specializes in all types and sizes of residential, commercial, and industrial generators while also providing services and parts for all brands of generators. Learn more at Twigen.com. That's T-W-E-G-E-N.com. Live cattle trade found both sides of positive and negative today. However, the feeder cattle enjoyed a small rally as the corn prices did dip down by a nickel. For the March feeders, they added over a dollar at 187.97. April feeders also adding nearly a dollar at 191.72. As mentioned, live cattle coming away with a little steadier trend with that April only adding a dime at 165.20. June live cattle futures up 35 cents at 161.22. Unfortunately, though, for the lean hogs, they felt big triple-digit losses with their nearby April giving away over. 225 at 86.82 may down $1.47 at 95.75. Other markets that we continue to keep a close eye on are the box beef prices. As today, the choice cut of values started another $1.42 stronger, right at 288.62, while select values up 205 at 272.39. All of these market moves certainly could help out the cash kettle trade later on this week, especially after the purchase of 76,000 head saw 77% of them headed for that nearby delivery. Pair all that with that suspect case of atypical BSE in Brazil, and U.S. beef markets could stand a chance to have a small rally this week. One thing, of course, that is holding them back is the fact that we're not going to see a lot of local sale barns around our country being open as this winter weather keeps them and the producers locked down. However, I did talk to Justin Tupper yesterday of St. Osh Livestock, who is still planning to hopefully have their weekly sale on Friday, while Buffalo Livestock Marketing in Buffalo, Wyoming also plans to have a sale on Friday, which does include the horses. Another horse sale, of course, happening this weekend, snow or shine, is the Billings Livestock's annual sons and daughters sale. That sale could be a good one, but certainly has a big hill to climb to top last year's number, as the high seller last year in February at BLS was over $100,000. We'll be back with the grains right after this. My name is Jeff Bangs. My wife Katie and I uh, live on a fourth generation family farm north of Inverness, Montana. The reasons uh, that my wife and I are Farmers Union members are focused on making policy for small communities and small family farmers to remain viable in the 21st century. If you have an interest in a diverse and stable food supply, there's no better organization to belong to than Farmers Union. Get to know us better at MontanaFarmersUnion.com. Row crops notched nickel losses or more throughout most of the complex, while the wheat complex led the way lower as much of this precipitation heads to more growing regions across the country. For the KC winter wheat, they led the way lower with their nearby March contract, giving away 25 on the day at 879.5. May winter wheat also down 22 and a quarter at 871 and a quarter. For the double-digit drops, we also saw it come to the Chicago soft red wheat, 
with the March giving away nearly 13 cents, just under 7.38, while the May contract of that Chicago down nearly 12 at 7.51. Shine away from the double-digit losses were the spring wheat contracts with the March giving away 9.5 at 9.15. May spring wheat also off nearly 9 at 9.10. Running over look at your row crops, as mentioned, nickel losses were notched there with March corn coming in at 675 and a half, while the May corn also down a nickel and finding that same bit of 675 and a half. Well, that's all the time we have for today's noon market report here on the Northern Ag Network. I'm Mandy Schwab.